When my kids were born, a lot of what I did and a lot of the stories I told them at Tuck In Time were stories that happened in real life. Maybe embellished a little bit. My kids are with me right now. What was your favorite Tuck In Time story? Arcade King. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) The Arcade King. That was me. And I'm going to tell you all about it. My name is JC, and this is Life in Times of a Native Son. Um, so, I have uh, three children, and um, I love being a father. Uh, when I was growing up, um, my dad left when we were young, and then my mom got remarried to my stepdad um, around the time that I was in the first grade. Uh, and, but my stepdad traveled a lot for work. So he was gone, you know, sometimes from Sunday to Friday. Um, but basically he was gone for sure Monday through Friday, most weeks. Uh, and so, um, I had a father father figure on weekends. Um, my brother was kind of a father figure for me. Um, but for the most part, my mom kind of filled both of those roles as a kid. And so coming into having children, I was a little bit nervous about whether or not I would be, um, would be, would be a good father. And to me, being a father is, is, uh, I, it's hard to even put it into words, but it's something that to me that, um, has made me very happy and it's fulfilled me a lot. Um, I've got two little girls and a little boy and um, one of the things that I've always done with them is um, I've tried to spend that last 15 minutes with them before they go to bed and because of their age difference when we had all three I'd be able to do a tuck in time with my youngest and then a tuck in time with my son and then a tuck in time with my daughter until she became too old to do tuck in time now my my son is too old for tuck-in time, and I just have my daughter left. Um, but um, one of the things that I've done is I've taken things that have happened in my childhood and made them told. I told them stories when they were little that were more kid-friendly and based on the way a kid would want to hear a story and uh, I've got a few of those uh, King Kong one of them is the legend of King Kong Hill Um, the other is the water park incident Um, and the one that I'm going to tell today is the Arcade King Um, I grew up in the 80s and a very big part of the 80s was was arcades and I remember when 
you know, arcades were a really big thing and you couldn't go to any mall and not go to an arcade. And when I lived in Colorado, um, there was, there was an arcade in Greeley that had a little go-kart track and it had a little mini, mini, mini golf, uh, place there. But in the, in the beginning, it was just an arcade and I'd spend a lot of time there. Uh, also, uh, there was an arcade in the Greeley mall, but for me as a kid, the, the best arcade was in Billings at the Rimrock mall, the, um, Aladdin's castle. Um, that was, that was the coolest arcade, you know, that, that I'd ever seen. But I would spend my summers as a kid in Malta. Um, and Malta was for me like a playground. I had cousins and grandmas and grandpas in Malta. And I pretty much would spend my summer bouncing from, you know, one cousin's house to the next cousin's house. Uh, to my grandma's house, to my other grandma's house, and then I had um, um, uh, family members on the Indian side of the family that I would stop by and see too. Um, and what was one of the crazy things about Malta is I'd always see um, Indians that I hadn't seen or I don't remember seeing, and every single one of them would always say, I haven't seen you since you were this big. I was like, damn. I heard that from almost every Indian I've seen in Malta. Um, but um, there was one summer in particular that my cousin Larry were spending, my cousin Larry and I were spending a lot of time together. And we would um, get together a couple quarters. I'd stop at my grandma Clara's house and she used to always do this thing where I'd ask her for if she had a couple bucks to go to the arcade and she'd go into the into her bedroom and then she'd come out and she'd she'd hand me a couple bucks or five bucks or ten bucks and she'd say don't tell your grandpa <laughs> and so then you know I'd, I'd leave and Larry and I'd go to the arcade and I remember this particular summer my cousin Larry was the bomb at this game called Gunsmoke and you know each level at the very end of you'd go through this these western streets or these western scenes and at the very end of the level there would be a boss that was that you were trying to get he had like a wanted poster and my cousin could play Gunsmoke from start to finish off of one quarter and in the beginning I was like man this is awesome and I would sit there and I would just watch him play Gunsmoke and then uh, one day I was sitting there and out of the corner of my eye, I seen something. And I peek over, and there's this game. And it's got, on the side of it, it's got this guy boxing. And he's, like, throwing this punch, you know, in, like, that 80s art style. And then on the top of it, it says the Ring King. And I'm like, whoa. Or it says Ring King. And I'm like, whoa, that game looks cool. And I go over there, and I throw a quarter in. And play a game and as I'm playing I will beat the first guy and I beat the second guy but the third guy beats me so I throw another quarter in and I beat the second guy beat the third guy get all the way up to the fifth guy this time and I'm like dang this could be something so over the course of that summer I got really good at ranking and I was like, I was like my cousin. We'd ba basically both go there. He'd throw a quarter into Gunsmoke, smoke and play all day. I'd throw a quarter into the Ring King and play all day. 
and I got really good at ranking and but uh, the arcade in Malta was was small time you know that was like the Malta arcade was like the minor leagues of arcades and um, the the you know you 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 could you could be good at playing arcade games but you weren't great at playing arcade games until you did it in the show and back then the show was Aladdin's castle at the Rimrock Mall in Billings Montana and so every year I would go I'd spend time in Malta my parents would come back come up to Malta and spend a couple days and then we would leave and we'd go back and we'd spend a day or two days in Billings before heading back to Colorado and so we're dry we're, my parents come to Malta and I tell my cousins goodbye and all of that and then we get in the car and we're on our way to Malta and the whole time or on our way to Billings and that whole time on my way to Billings I'm like thinking man I hope I hope Aladdin's castle's got the ring king I hope it's got ring king in there and uh we're driving and did it go get to Billings and my grandma lived right right uh real close to the Rimrock Mall in fact she lived like walking distance to the Rimrock Mall and so we get there and I'm like just like aching at the bit I'm like I gotta get out of here I gotta find a way to get out of here and then I was like asked I was like is it cool if I go to the Rimrock Mall and they're like yeah go ahead and this is the 80s so you know you could do whatever you want without getting took now you know little kids can't do anything because everybody's afraid that, that them kids are gonna get took um so yeah I walk over to the Rimrock Mall go in the door and as I'm walking through the hallway I start to get like all itchy my palms start getting all sweaty and I'm like man I hope they got it I hope they got ranking I'm just like thinking about it and then I start getting closer and closer to Aladdin's castle and in the back I'm like hearing you know like arcade ding 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 bing, 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 quick, 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 quick. all these like arcade sounds and I'm like really getting excited then and Aladdin's castle like you walk I walk turn around and I walk in and they have this like hallway that has like eight arcade machines before you even get into um Aladdin's castle and they put some really good ones in there because they want you to come in and so I'm going through there and I'm like I'm not not even look and see no ring king no ring king and I'm like looking around but um as I walk in I remember this like in excess I need you tonight is like playing and there's like all these neon lights and it's just like it's like it's the show you know it's like shiny it's cool it's awesome all the cool people are there you know everybody got their them girls got that high hair and them collars popped dudes are wearing parachute pants and wearing sunglasses inside because they're cool and uh i walk in and uh aladdin's castle used to always have this like premiere game and the premiere game was always right in the middle and not they would so they would have the machine and then on top of it they had a big tv so everybody could see that machine and as i walk in i look and the premiere game is the ring king and i'm like whoa and now i'm like starting to get nervous right and i'm like okay okay not only am i in the show but my game is the premiere game at aladdin's castle 
So I walk over to the little token machine, throw in a buck, and it shoots out, um, shoots out uh, three tokens. Because, you know, at the show, you know, they got to pay for them neon lights, so you only get three tokens. And a lot of games cost two tokens, so, you know, they're just making that bank to pay for that neon. And uh, so I'm like, all right, grab my three tokens. And I walk over to the machine and there's a little kid playing it. You know, he's got his little chair because he's too short to see see the screen. So he stands up on his chair and he's like playing Ring King and he sucks. He, of course, he's not that good at it. Um, and uh, I'm just waiting for this kid to get done. And so the kid finishes. And I said, all right, I'm up, you know, and I put my token in and start playing until first guy second guy third guy i'm just like you know just like whizzing through the first round right i whiz through the first round and after you win the first round all of the opponents all the colors change you're fighting the same guys again but they're just better and but and their colors change so i whiz through the first round i whiz through the second round that little kid is like still sitting next to me or standing next to me on that chair and i'm like 15 20 minutes in 30 minutes in the buttons are starting to get hot but I'm like in the zone I'm not like people are starting to gather around the machine and I'm like what not even really aware of it and so in 45 minutes in I'm still playing an hour in and I'm still playing and every time there's like a break every time the fights are on it's like silent and then every time there's a break in between fights, it starts, you start, I start hearing people chattering around me, you know, and then I'm like playing, you know, just going to town and like an hour and a half, two hours in and at about two and a half hours in the game starts doing this weird stuff, like, like kind of glitchy stuff on the screen as I'm playing and I'm whizzing through, I'm like, 15 times through I've gone through the whole game like 15 times it's like you know three hours in and I'm like <laughs> fighting the final guy again for the 10th time this time and then <laughs> and then I beat it in the game goes <laughs> and shuts off and it does that thing that they used to do where it goes <laughs> like right down to a tiny little light and the game turned off and like I'm like what the hell going on here and I'm like looking around the little kids like what happened and I'm like I don't know and then all of a sudden the game starts turns back on again and it does that thing that games do when they turn back on where there's a bunch of gibberish and a bunch of blocks and stuff starts and then all of a sudden this um, letters come up and it says congratulations and then underneath one letter at a time why Oh, you, space, A, R, E, space, T, H, E, space, R, I, N, G, space, K, I, N, and then the little kid says oh my gosh 
you are the ring king. And the game just starts like flashing. And all of a sudden I hear this like huge like roar. Like this, like people are clapping and cheering and laughing and smiling. And I turn around and there's like a hundred people. And they're all just celebrating. And I swear kids are throwing tickets. You know, you get them tickets from the game. They're throwing tickets up into the air. The tickets are flying and fluttering back down to the ground. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look at the little kid. I hand him those two tokens that I had left over. Put my hand on his shoulder. And I said, it's all yours, kid. And then I turn around and I start to walk out of Aladdin's castle. Everybody's cheering and going crazy. People are patting me on the back. I can't really even hear anything because I'm like still in that ring king zone as I walk slow motion out of Aladdin's castle and into the mall. And that was me, the ring king. So I never went back to Aladdin's castle again. At least I walked by it and looked in there over the years. And um, over the years, it gradually began to deteriorate like a lot of arcades did. And um, that was kind of the end of the, that arcade time. But uh, um, I loved Aladdin's Castle. I loved the 80s. And I loved Ring King. That's all I got. That's one of the stories that I've been telling my kids for years. And um, I want to thank you for listening. My name is JC, and this has been Life and Times of a Native Son. Peace. I'm out.